0: I'm an independent podcaster, and your support is so important and means the world to me in keeping this podcast running. Link to the Patreon is in the show notes. Hold on to your butts. Thank you. And now on to the show. One, two, three, four. Filled with on fright.
1: See
0: Jurassic ride right. with amber light. See Jurassic ride. Right. See Jurassic ride, right. ride, ride. See Jurassic ride, right. ride, ride. See Jurassic ride, right. ride, ride. See Jurassic right. ride, ride. See Jurassic ride. Right. See, right. See Jurassic Park.
1: talk about that. Later. <laughs> but we're not talking about that today.
0: <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves. And I also forgot how to hold the microphone. Look. We're all getting back out there. Yep. You know what? <laughs> People might say that something has survived. That's good. All right. We're back at it again. <laughs> I'm so happy. This actually is going to work out great. It's going to be nice that we're going to give we're going to give time to each movie. Yeah, Who knows? Maybe Jurassic Park 3 will just record in the car somewhere or something. Who knows? But I'm with Omar again. Omar Najam, we're talking about The Lost World, Jurassic Park. Got to say the full title, not TLW. Nope. Nope. Um, I mean, look, last time Jurassic Park brings a lot. There's a lot I'm talking this way because it's like in our city, in Los Angeles, all the time... Pre-pandemic, there's like, oh, let's go see an outdoor screening of Jurassic Park. Let's go see a screening yeah. of Jurassic Park. Dah, dah, dah. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to cry in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot going on there that, right. And I think that we talked about in the last episode of how much it like means to us. So when you come back for the sequel, Lost World, I guess my first question is, what like, what was your first, what was your first experiencing the Lost World?
1: I think this one I saw in theaters. Oh, cool. Because I didn't see Jurassic Park in theaters. I was too young and way too scared. And I think by the time that Lost World came out, we went to go see it in theaters because I was like, but I, I, I watched Jurassic Park so I can do it. I remember, I to my child memory, it was a lot earlier uh, in the film, but in rewatching it, I'm like, oh, this is like actually halfway through. <laughs> but this the, the waterfall scene, Yeah, I remember sitting there and I distinctly recall being like, I made a mistake coming here. <laughs> It's like, I can't do this. I was like, this is this is horrifying in like a way. Because I think with Jurassic Park, not to just like jump right into it, but with Jurassic Park, you have a pretty good sense of who your core cast is and who your core cast isn't. Mm -hmm. And Lost World is ruthless. Yeah. It's like a Jurassic Park has horror elements, but I think it's like a amusement park film, like amusement park gone wrong film. Yeah. Whereas Lost World is like, we'll slaughter. Everyone, <laughs> you know what? Uh, if Jurassic
0: Park is like a really dope roller coaster, yeah. But uh, eventually, you know the roller coaster. It's not going to do anything unpredictable. Yes. It, it is. It is a satisfying experience. that curves where you want it to curve, mm-hmm. it builds, it drops. The Lost World is those uh, is those like roller coaster tycoon videos where people just make the roller coaster just go off into nothing. And <laughs> they just make the it's just those videos where the roller coaster just goes off into nothing and the and the, the roller coaster just hits a crowd of people like mm-hmm. that's the Lost World. You're
1: absolutely right. It's like it, like someone builds a barn and you watch the roller coaster car go into the barn and it never comes out. And you're like, wait. Yeah. What What happened? (laughs) That's Lost World. Well, somebody
0: recently, I think it's, no, I think maybe last year for the film's 25th anniversary. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Don't think about it. Don't think about it. uh, Last year uh, for that anniversary, somebody wrote a really great article about how The Lost World is the meanest Steven Spielberg movie. 100%. And it kind of, I don't. I don't know if I necessarily 100% agree with it, but it made me look at the movie in a different angle. Just like somebody actually did on Twitter, and I don't mean to bring the Twitter folks in early, but I did. Like, let's do. I am curious to. I was just curious to hear what people thought of Lost World. Yeah. Well, but I think also based on when I had texted you about this, about wanting to do these with you, I love what you said about wanting to look at the films on their own merits in that sense. And and so, I think for me, that's where my question was, where I was like. I know there's people who like this movie more than Jurassic Park. And right. that's great because there's a lot of great stuff about it. Um, it's a movie I've always struggled with for like being up in the top. Like I, it's right. It, it's uh, I remember this last time watching it for us, for our chat, I wrote down, this movie is kind of like the spirited away of uh, <laughs> right. if, if Jurassic Park is Princess Mononoke, which yeah. is like, it's this, you know, it's very uh, expansive and epic and, yeah. but it's very like, Protect the forest. Yeah. <laughs> in a it, way. Yeah. But it's very like, it's very straightforward. Like, yes. Spirited Away is more enigmatic movie. And I think yeah. that's what makes it harder for me to like love it completely. And I think that's Lost World. Yeah. It's like, it's very mean, but then it's very like, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I was going to say really yeah. quickly, somebody had a great, also Kirsten Formoso, who's a great paleontologist, loves uh, who loves Lost World more she she was like there are dozens of us um, <laughs> she said because it had more dinosaurs an even better score Roland is greater than Muldoon and damn it if I don't love that third act in the scene in San Diego this whole movie is just more fun which is funny because I kind of feel the opposite of it but sure I, I but again that's the whole point of like I'm loving hearing people's thoughts in that sense like you said based on based on what you texted me like let's just let's talk about the movie on its own like obviously we're going to yeah. compare and contrast but I can't I think somebody quoted this or something like that, but the whole movie changed for them. Right. When, because, you know, the movie starts off Hammond's losing everything. Yep. And he's desperate and all that stuff. And he's like, oh, he's a desperate man who literally hired somebody to sabotage his uncle's or his nephew's work.
1: Yeah. You yeah. know, getting
0: Nick Vano to go to the island, potentially kill people yeah. by letting the dinosaurs out, you know, or like sabotaging their situation. I was like, Ooh, that is dark you know yeah. like, and i'm sure that that ties back into this spielberg article of like and what you're saying of like yeah this movie is just it's this was the zara before zara you know yep
1: yep it's so i think from all of the anything that came after jurassic park the approach uh first of all i think the opening sequence is great <laughs>
0: it's just so it's like again i mean even just the concept of comparing and contrasting is inherently built into the movie which yeah. is like lex and tim love these kids they're great camilla bell fuck her you know <laughs> just getting ripped to shreds i mean he doesn't actually kill her but yeah.
1: like i love that spielberg touch where it's like by the way the girl's fine yeah <laughs> really want to emphasize really want to underline She's fine. <laughs> you need to know that. But so, it's like a little girl. Great. But but I think because they cut the boardroom
0: scene with Ludlow. Yeah. That like I guess that, and then the bar fight that Roland like yeah that pre sequence or like pre Roland tempo on the island where he gets like recruited. It's like the recruitment moment yeah. or whatever. Uh, the Ludlow board scene goes more out of the way that sh- to show she's okay where it's like Spielberg, Spielberg yep. almost like wanted to not let people know but he's like oh I can't do that he's like I can't
1: <laughs> the, the, actually the dinosaurs gave her a full ride to yeah, whatever yeah. university she wanted <laughs> oh I'm so sorry I bit you, you yeah know? it's like hey <laughs> yeah. why are the dinosaurs
0: British now she bit them right and became British
1: there is something so I think that like in like, it's going to sound like we're comparing, but I, I I promise we're not like Jurassic Park does a thing in the beginning where they're just like, it's man versus monster in a way. Right. Yeah. Where it's just like, we're really out of our depth, even though we think we're not because we've got technology, but like, look at the eyeball of this thing. You never have control. That's the election. exactly, exactly. And I think that what I really like about uh lost world, maybe compared to some of the like, or it, what I think I, it does very poetically maybe more so than some of the others that just are like, we're going to really try to do this on the surface is I do think it nails a new dichotomy mm. where it is. It's not technology and control. It's like fanciness and right. Like in oh, yeah. class and yeah. and just our own society being brought in. I feel like the core cast of Jurassic Park, you don't have that opportunity because they're all kind of like we're, we're in it together and we're smart. Like, the lawyer is the only, like, symbol of human society. Yeah, yeah. yeah it gets pretty gobbled up oh, pretty yeah. early. Whereas, like, this is, like, we're having dinner on the beach, which to me always wigs me out. Eating on the beach is always just strange to me because I'm, like, there's so much sand and it's well, just so salty. I mean, again, Brenna is a chef, and so
0: mm-hmm. Brenna White, a.k.a. Bonnie puns, a.k.a. Beexels, uh I have to do that every time. <laughs> yep, yep, Otherwise Otherwise, they're not going to know it's Brenna. Um, <laughs> but... She, I mean, she was just like, how did they get that spread? Yeah. Cause it's like not even just, I mean, it's cooked lamb. It,
1: it felt you when know. you watch it, and I, I think there's something so incredible about the visuals of that opening is that there is something unnatural. Yeah. About that,
0: that feast. Well, and then it just continues to go with Malcolm behind the yep. thing, which I recreated in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but no, it's to your point, I never thought of it that way that there's like the class classness of it yeah so it's not it's not technology based it's literally who are you how you hold yourself the the idea of ethics is is um or the morality is like a class thing and yes kind of defined by that where it's like you know you see malcolm riff like um digging into eddie because he's like hey look at the toys that they've got you know they have the big fancy satellite dish and everything like yes malcolm's constantly digging at eddie about his technology yep you know, Ludlow talks about his suit costing more than your education. It's, yes. It's not necessarily like money versus this, or it's not greed. It's almost like you can have morals because you have money, or like you can choose. Like yep. Roland Tembo, where he's just like, you know, the whole Mount Everest thing. You know, yeah. it's this idea of like, I can choose to have this life or whatever.
1: Exactly. Exactly. But and, then
0: that bites him in the ass. Like, yeah. you know, literally his best friend gets eaten and he's like, oh this class can't protect me yep. from everything.
1: Exactly. Like it, it's, I think that's the horror of this that I would, Ooh, that I would chills just right. It's, it's so, it's so funny. Cause like in rewatching, I was like, yeah, I remember like, of course I remember this movie, but I was like, I, that was the assignment it was like, pretend in a way to the best of my ability, Jurassic park didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Let's say this is a fresh movie and there is like, let's say there was a prequel comic that was Jurassic Park, <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh my. And God. then, watch lost world and the two things that struck me and i feel like the the second thing is probably a big thing to dive into but like the the first thing is just like this is horrifying like this is like a horrific film where you just watch a bunch of humans just get carved up like i mean like like in terms of the group and then also like literally like there are monsters in the forest that will just like destroy you.
0: Well, and it's and the deaths in this movie are more undignified. Yes. You get somebody ripped in half,
1: like getting ripped a, in like half a turkey and, bone. and such a nice man too. <laughs> you know, it's such an anti Spielberg y Because yeah, it's yeah. just like that that wasn't right. Doesn't fall anything. Is someone getting stepped on? Yeah,
0: I was about to say that. Somebody yeah. gets stepped on, somebody gets scared of a snake. Yep. To talk about your and then you just moment. there's
1: two moments that you see like the the water run red yeah
0: oh you're right yeah it's kind of it's a repeated motif but it means something a little differently yeah but it is that sense of but again the undignifiedness of being yes. eaten alive by a bunch of tiny chicken yes swords, I mean
1: you know the moment that he has to tear one of them off one of the campies off of his face that's you don't you're not you're not gonna see you know like you see an arm in jurassic park that's the part that you're just like oh that that's terrifying that was actually really scary in this like otherwise like oh my gosh is ian okay and then like they move some of the leaves and like ian's fine like you'll be okay yeah yeah whereas this is just like anytime someone goes off you're just like this is like jason level horror
0: well also too like you think about like the visceral and again look that's the theme of the contrast compare but that's that's the whole part of that's Part of this movie, but the idea of like to me, visceral moments in in Jurassic Park come from sort of like this sort of more existential kind of terror of yeah. like the idea of like staring down a uh this dinosaur that roars at you and you can feel it. Like this is the terror of the like intimate.
1: That's a hundred percent it. Like I feel like the there is like a haunted house. <laughs> element of Jurassic Park but, where it feels yeah. built to be a haunted
0: house. But what's so interesting. And I think that's the enigmatic part of this movie to me, because it's like, I think Jurassic Park three in which we'll talk about eventually, you know, in the Jurassic park three episode, but like, I think Jurassic Park three and uh, Daniel Stevens is doing a whole documentary about Jurassic park three. I was just for mm-hmm. it. Like JP three is like a, it, it's a commentary on Jurassic park in the sense of like, it's a campy criticism of it so i was like trying to figure out like okay what is the lost world like if it's if it's trying to say something about jurassic park i was like what is it doing and i feel like you've kind of articulated it where it is almost like you know you think about looking at the brachiosaurus from far away kind of appreciating everything from far away and you're kind of like conceptually we're dealing with this for the first time but i mean malcolm really just sums it up ooh ah you know for you know it's and then later it's running and screaming it's almost like this movie there's you don't get the removal of it you get that yes. intimacy that like it, it's the yeah it's the idea that like this sounds great in theory but then here's the reality
1: and in bringing up jp3 i feel like it's really interesting important to say that this is the ian film yeah because there, while i know that there are characters that do pop in and they're just like no we love dinosaurs ian is the one that's like this is it's it surrounds him and it's his philosophy just like no 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 you don't get it yeah like we're and this is like i can talk about math and different chaos series and stuff like that it's a really fancy way of saying we're we're actually tiny in this universe
0: well and (laughs) and it's not the last laugh movie no it's It's not fun for him to be yes because ultimately when when even in life when you get into a situation where you get to say, I told you so it's never, it's never as satisfying no. as it's going to be. No, and there's never a moment in this movie. I mean, he even says it to Ludlow, like, like in a moment of like, Oh, I'm actually going to enjoy this. And he, yes. he doesn't enjoy it later in the movie. He's just like, you know, he's like, should have stayed on the boat or yep. should have stayed in the car. You know, exactly. It, it almost makes me want to like go through each scene. Just thinking about it of like, how does this relate to Malcolm's like, not PTSD, but just, like, does it refute, or, like, how does it, like, deal with all of his, what he went through in the first movie?
1: Right. He One thing I really love, and don't worry, I still have the second thing. That shoe will drop no, at no, some no, point. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm holding on to but it, too.
1: One thing I love about this, like, genuinely, like, in watching it, for us talking about it, I was like, I'm... Also, the engine helicopters are coming. Oh, yep. <laughs> that engine on the side of that chopper. I don't get it. Why would Hammond send in two teams? I love that it cuts to like a different movie at that point i really do enjoy it where it is like and now it's like this is the movie you didn't realize was happening and oh, the same time the characters right the field and they're all doing the dinosaur stuff and you just see ian just like i didn't know it was in a jurassic park movie i thought it, you know like <laughs> oh my god yeah
0: that's so true you're right <laughs> and they're
1: just like we're doing the dinosaur stuff he's like no 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 this is a huge mistake like you're literally
0: watching it from right because the they- their
1: whole thing is like we, we're not snapping a single branch you know like we're yeah. disappearing into the yeah into we're the trying wilderness. not to make jurassic park happen exactly and then they're just like engine engine but like what i love about or well, one thing i love about this movie that i, I genuinely love because i think it's such an interesting dream within the jurassic park universe is that they took ian like okay we now exist in a world where we know Dr- lost world we've talked about it and stuff we've also seen like ian way down the line right In then in the most recently released film at the time of this recording this is a movie where we took that guy from Jurassic Park and we surrounded him with the women in his life. Yeah. That choice, I think you could teach a week-long lecture about just <laughs> that individual choice and how much that influences the story. And you, Because Ian doesn't shift a whole lot. It still feels like the same guy from Jurassic Park, but him now not being the cool sort of like, I'm a swanky, attractive, like I'm going to tell you how everything's screwed up, but I will... Do some hero moves, but yeah, yeah. this isn't my fault. To seeing Ian sweat and it's still being the same man, I think is incredible. Well, yeah, because yeah,
0: it's like there's that's so interesting. I, I hadn't really thought about that at all. That's a really good observation. It's almost like it's it's the idea that like his usual tricks aren't going to work this time. Ex- exactly, and I think that's even what's more scary for yeah. him. It's not like. He can't rely on the same tricks that he used to. He
1: can't rely on the same tricks. He also doesn't have the same... Like, he doesn't have the backup of, of, of Ellie and Allen. You know, like, where they sort of could cover a bunch of, like, the bases with their expertise. You, like, he really... You do, like, anytime something bad is happening, like, they're up in the trees, yeah. and then he's just like, I just have to reassure my daughter... It's on him. And yeah, I think it's a great performance because he's still like a fun guy, but you hear his voice every so often break just a bit. Yeah, yeah. Just enough. And then he falls out of it.
0: <laughs> he's very angry. <laughs> well, and it's and it's that idea of in Jurassic Park, he was the smartest guy in the room. Yes. The smartest people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. literally Alan Grant, the most brilliant paleontologist, Ellie Sattler, the most brilliant paleobotanist. I'm sure Gennaro was of note in the yeah. lawyer world, I'm sure <laughs> that, that yeah. email come Monday morning to all the lawyer, you know, the, the lawyer serve. It's like, well, we lost, we lost Jadero, <laughs> you know, Hammond's, you know, one of these great venture capitalists, yep. but then in lost world, he's not the smartest guy in the room, but he's also not like people there. He is known. Yes. You know, it, whereas like he had the veil of like being cool and mysterious and sexy yep. where it's like you didn't show up for dinner when you said you would, uh, you know, yeah. At my parents house, like, Oh, you know, it's like you literally like the most uncool things are being said about you. Exa- in this movie. And not in a way that it, it's like, um, it's not like a campy criticism, like to jump to dress park three, like dress park three, he's being like roasted. Yes. Like, oh my gosh, like a Coen brothers movie. Yeah. Like, whereas like lost world is, I, I I think, again, you said it best. It's like, there's this intimacy here that is uncomfortable. And again, the spirited awayness of it all of like, you know, thinking about Chihiro and and the way that it's like, I think Miyazaki was saying about spirited away of like, he was observing like his nieces or grandchildren or something. And like, he wasn't saying it's not this thing of like Gen Z or whatever, like Mm -hmm. Miyazaki wasn't being like, oh, I'm old and the young kids today don't get it. He was like really trying to like understand what this little girl was going through and yeah. you know of like having to go to a new school you know the setup for spirited away and i think maybe we, <laughs> it's weird to think about chihiro and malcolm being the same character right. in the sense. i don't know if it quite matches up but that element of like like what you're saying of knowing who malcolm is and like knowing that he's this person but also like not falling for his bullshit either
1: exactly yeah it's like transport your mind back through time when this came out because my time machine right like <laughs> action heroes how many action heroes got that like I, and i do know like there's like some like 1950s like columbia like noir films or whatever we're like we do see like the harbo detective yeah, like yeah. go home and like he does have a family and stuff right and like the so those are like for sure of note but like this was before like avengers Characters yeah. had families. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't yeah, like yeah. like now Hawkeye's like I can't go out and save the world. I've got kids. You <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And huh. yeah, yeah. It was all before like you know Batman could do whatever he wanted. He had all the money in the world. Yeah. He had nothing tying him down. His butler would sew him up if he gets cut. You know, like it. There, these people were on an easy track. And I love the bravery of this movie to stop and go like no, no, no. Let's put all the weight of a grown man. <laughs> On Ian's shoulders. Well, yeah. And let me ask you this:
0: and as far as like what you think, and as far as intent and like what it says. I mean, do you think Spielberg and and uh, David Kep were even like criticizing the sort of like can do anything male by having Kelly and Sarah like not only like wanting to do this but clearly capable enough to survive? Yes. Without him? <laughs>
1: you
0: yes. know what I mean? Like obviously, like it it kind of circles back, and and I think Ian. Is almost kind of like let back in and kind of allowed to be a hero in a sense by the end, you know, and especially because everyone kind of clears out and it's just him and Sarah. But what do you think of that? Because because you the idea that, you know, he's surrounded, you know, by all the women in his life is like, oh, I didn't even really think about that angle. But then I'm like, was there a sense of not only criticizing the action hero, but also that kind of like you know, toxic masculinity or whatever of like, <laughs> no, clearly the other people are more capable and he thinks 100%. he's protecting
1: them. 100%. I think you're so right. Stephen, because like, think of like when th- one thing that really stuck out to me with this rewatch was that like when Ian gets there, it feels like the movie has no engine. It feels like it's done. Yeah. yeah. Cause he's like, I'm I'm here to save you. And I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to be here. Right. Like I don't, I, I don't have a want, like a, literally all I want, like all I need to do oh. is just grab you and pull you. And Uh, And, you know, she's like, I don't go. Go home then. Yeah. yeah. You know, like there's nothing. You don't need to
0: be the star of this
1: movie. Exactly. And on top of that, it's not even a thing where there is like a handsome Vince Vaughn man on the island. And at no point is that played for jealousy or anything. So it's not it. it, He really has nothing That's driving him. It's it's actually he is within the orbit of the women in his life. Yeah, and I love that because it's it is their choices and their agency that drives us up until the engine helicopter comes in, and then all of them are like, "Oh, now I see the problem." (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But there's a universe where he could, if those helicopters never came, or or you know they just took an extra day. There's a movie where he goes home. Yeah, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and it's interesting too
0: because I mean, I just think of even Vanessa Lee Chester Mm -hmm. um, Kelly cut the umbilical cord dad yes because like, it's not even just sarah like who is clearly capable yes you know and i love i mean i love the changes they made from the lost world book in the sense of like she is she kind of uh replaces the the sort of rich snotty malcolm yeah. rival yeah of going to the island first but i do like in the book that they like have a scene where sarah is like on the savannah in Africa and like watching the lions, lines. Yeah. Like you, but I, but I don't think that this movie needed that. I think you jump in, you clearly see, I mean, also you imagine again, like I think Spielberg in that sense of like, again, thinking about this movie of like in this world where we know Ian Malcolm, it's like, well, clearly anybody who is dating Malcolm is going to be as equally compelling, if not more. Yes. I mean, I would certainly hope, uh or at least that's my philosophy i want to if i'm dating somebody i hope that they're more interesting than me yeah but i don't know not everybody's like that but um (laughs) but i think malcolm is like that i mean even even as much as like he is a playboy and like Probably is dating around, and he's the guy. Like he's probably hooking up with people at the math conventions or whatever. Yeah. It's inappropriate. There's that element of like he he wants. It's the critness of it all, where everybody has to be hot and brilliant at the exactly. same time. Exactly,
1: very sapio. You know, yeah,
0: which yeah. is <laughs> a little annoying. But um, Julian Moore like m- makes it all sing. I mean, I'm, yeah, there, there, there's a reason why like so many Jurassic Park fans are just like, why isn't Julian Moore back? Like we need. Yes, and not only that, we need a. a you know, I want there to be the next Jurassic Park trilogy uh Macy's the star Isabella Sermon and Sarah Harding is like her mentor beautiful more co-starring role yeah anyway, pay me universal
1: um but <laughs> I, I, I was just say- doing spirit right now so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh really yeah she's a voice and spirit <laughs> oh I'm I didn't too. know that yeah, yeah. that's amazing
0: look at that in the Jurassic like all the universal fam dreamworks <laughs> yep. to that point of like the engine of the movie and stuff and Sarah Harding not only Sarah Harding but I also think people don't give Kelly enough credit as well too for also being like So many stories and again, this idea of like the confronting that toxic masculinity or like what you're saying, the hero is that the women are like holding the men back from going on adventures. Yes. But the women in this movie are like, no, we like Kelly is like, I want to be with you. I'm not telling you to stay home. Yeah. I want to go with you so I can be your partner
1: on this adventure. And And he's the one being like, oh, I don't know. You're exactly that's so, I mean, she is the re like Sarah's the reason he gets dragged out there to begin with. Yeah. He's like, he's not going to go at all. Yeah. yeah. And, like it, and again, up. it's
0: like Hammond playing to like his alpha maleness. Exactly. Like, Ooh, I got to risk, you know?
1: And one thing I think is really great about that. And I think that like really grinds this film too, is I think one thing that might be misunderstood possibly is that like fear is a sign of weakness in a action slash horror film. Huh? But this movie does such a great job. Hilly Jurassic Park does it as well, but there's just so much going on. You don't have time to like stop and absorb it in this movie. It is you, like you're saying these like very adventurous women that Malcolm Malcolm is orbiting around Yeah, yeah. that he's like Scrat, you know, <laughs> right, right? exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, but also they have the but they have room to be afraid. So, yes, it's not a thing where like Kelly being scared in the trees is played for just like, oh, my gosh, it's just a kid. When you later see, like, the men who are, like, the adventurous, like, I got my shotgun, I'm doing stuff. (laughs) When they rush right into, like, I'm going to just disappear and stray off from the path, I don't care. They get ripped apart. Yeah. Because they lack that emotional, like, uh, like. Um, intelligence within themselves if that makes sense
0: self-preservation
1: self-preservation right it's just like because like they want to like you see it's so masculine like when they finally go to like the engine camp and they're all just fighting and doing all this stuff and even nick is just like throwing in and the lack of fear it just you see them get just torn apart
0: yeah well which (laughs) is why i think characters like roland or um yeah, Roland or Nick Van Owen, they, yeah. they do kind of embrace that fear and that allows them to survive. Yes, you know?
1: exactly. Exactly. It's just like uh. being a human is a good thing, you know? I just imagine Dieter Stark like, don't move. Stop moving.
0: <laughs> you are getting in deeper. Yep. Like if you had just if you had well, if you hadn't shocked the, the, the dinosaur because yep. you were being, you know, <sighs> That again, just like oh, look at me, my my truck with nuts, you know, yep. whatever, like that kind of vibe. Exactly, just funny because um, Peter Stormare is like the funniest human being on the planet <laughs> in real life. Yeah, that's such a good point. That the fear being not a weakness, it being like yeah. a tool for survival, which I think is makes sense, and I think almost like ties into that idea of like. This movie also contrasting the family of the Rexes with Malcolm's family. Yes. And like the idea that there's territories, you know, where certain animals go. Yeah. And it's like the Rexes don't pursue them into the rafter territory. And yep. so that's fear. Like fear keeps you alive. And that's oh, such a great that's point. That's
1: exactly it. And like so much of this movie. And I think this is how we can tie into the second thing that oh, I'm going to okay, drop was... in. Is that like so many of the solutions have to come from an empathetic I, like, I say empathy, but that also, I feel like we so often say that with just like, and then it shows that I'm a good person or whatever. I think literally just- I makes, mean,
0: Sarah still shoots the Rex with a- But it's a <laughs> tranquilizer dart. But it's a tranquilizer, yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. That, that's it. Empathy is a tranquilizer it, dart.
1: Empathy is a tranquilizer dart. That's a great way to- I'm making that that's, t-shirt. That's really good merch. I, but I think that like, acknowledging- that other living things exist and have feelings for your limitations right exactly i think that's huh. what gets them through so many of these action you know set pieces and that the thing is when i was watching it i realized this was spielberg's king kong Ooh.
0: And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You go first and maybe I'll have a question. That's have, it. I have a question, but I'm wondering if, you'll addre- if you're going to address it.
1: It took because I kept being like, what? Because we always compare it to Jurassic Park. And we're always like, but they go to an island, it's a whole thing, it's such a beautiful setup. This one is just an island. There's no park, there's no bars, there's no electricity. (laughs) What is it? No bars? (laughs) There's no bars? No, one of the the characters is drunk all the time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Ah, ah,
0: ah. That's my favorite, like, people don't give Ludlow enough credit for being, um... They don't give Ludlow enough for being a good villain. I think because 100%. maybe like the British villainous thing was kind of like done to death by like yeah. 1997. But like, I think he has these great moments and like i wish they had a scene together i wish i wish uh, ludlow and hammond had had a scene together yeah and maybe spielberg thought that would have been too operatic or too cheesy or something like that a
1: little bit of like a duel of the fate sort of thing going on
0: (laughs) yeah it's a real star wars situation in here (laughs) but um i don't think people give ludlow enough credit for being a good villain like i think his scene where he's talking about you know hammond's dream and like but it was too big and like dressed for san diego like i think that's one of the best scenes in the entire franchise yes but arliss howard thank you that's it which I don't, I don't know much of his work, but I think I think he's kind of a real underrated villain. It's so great. Uh, imagine this is
1: a nineteen forties
0: film. So then, this ties into my next question. Okay, do you think Spielberg is at all is um, maybe interrogating is too too strong of a word, but you know, thinking about this movie, it, because Annie Wilkes, a really good friend, yes. Annie Wilkes from college, who's been on this podcast back in the first way back in the first season. She made me, she got me to appreciate this movie more or she like opened my eyes a little bit when think this is a King Kong movie because it's like that's the structure of the movie and everything.
1: Anytime I agree with Annie on something or Annie agrees with me on something, I'm like, there's it's the magic that's happening here. So I'm so excited about
0: this. Please go on. <laughs> I mean, Annie just has some of the most brilliant stuff. You know, she always just just will say something like, ah, like yeah. I just have to think, of, I think about this movie in a whole new yeah. way now. Every Power time Rangers
1: I'm, is Hamlet and you're just like, I guess it is.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. So on that level, do you think Spielberg is interrogating? Not just because I think people talk a lot about like, you know, John Williams' score is very mm-hmm. like I, I don't know, do you think there's any interrogation with this sort of colonialism of King Kong or any like I that now it feels like I'm I'm trying I'm talking too big of just words. It's one of those things where it's like he's putting a riff on like the monster coming yep. to the show, but none of it works the way that it is. That's
1: it. I think that yeah. I, I think don't know. that there is some. St- okay i'm gonna put all my cards on the table here i think that there is some story in king kong and kong but i i per i between you and me and everyone listening and everyone listening <laughs> i i don't know what it is if that makes sense yeah, yeah like yeah. i do get that like they're like westerners go from new york to an island and they get a thing and they bring it back wasn't it beauty that killed the a... wait you're blaming the woman for killing <laughs> right? what's happening yeah it's like it's like it's like magnificent visuals like just an incredible like story but i feel like anytime we start to break it down it starts to like either lose water or if someone just reveals their own biases where they're just like but native tribes and you're like oh, let's oh. well yeah i think that's probably why people
0: again it's that thing of like I mean, first of all, it's incorrect to say that, like, only white people existed in medieval Europe. Or right. Obviously, that's incorrect. So that just reveals your
1: own bias. Right. Right. And right. also,
0: if you're creating a fictional work, you can do anything you want.
1: Exactly. Right. Exactly. And
0: yet you choose to uphold these institutions.
1: That's the. Yeah. So, like, I think a lot yeah. of it. might. I'm
0: making all these motions, but it's like you can't hear any of it. But I guess to me, that's my question to you is the Godzilla thing. When the people are running, it's like, is that Spielberg? critiquing that stuff or is that him indulging in it I guess that's my question I
1: think it's I think it's both in the way that first of all such a good question I'm just so happy to be here talking about Lost World look we're back in school I know.
0: It's, it's 10 years ago god this damn it this is
1: all we did um, <laughs> this is, <I> mean, truly
0: <laughs> seriously, in college it's funny because we didn't even really meet till I graduated later, like yeah. the, the kind of the last year even though I felt like we I mean again I think we mentioned the first episode that you're like when we met it was like omar loves jurassic park you love yeah. jurassic park i feel like that's how we were introduced we but.
1: were we would like talk loudly in the halls it wasn't even at home like it's not even like oh we would stay at somebody night. else probably maybe, at annie's house maybe you know? annie's house but i remember there was like a few times that like professors would poke their heads out of oh, yeah, like yeah. the geology buildings and be like guys can you can you stop <laughs> you're screaming like screaming about jurassic park do you know the raptors <laughs> weren't actually six feet tall they were actually three feet
0: and they had feathers (laughs) they were just
1: birds okay yeah yeah (laughs) go back to your class but here's the thing i think the characters come from that bias Mm -hmm. i think whatever bias is in king kong that uh, that movie's not critiquing i think that movie that, that that king kong is living in yeah i think that the characters without realizing it come from the world where they in their minds think well it worked for the guys in King Kong. Oh. And either I look like them or I make the same money or I dress love, similarly. You're right. does look like a 1940s right? safari. It's like within that realm. I mean, even the, when you're talking about like the, when, you know, they're d- doing the live, you know, presentation. Yeah. Where they're like, we're on the island and here's like a mock-up of what the zoo, you know, the San Diego Zoo could look like. <laughs> here's the control that we think we have. Right. Here's the control we think we have. Oh, like, imagine if that was actually like someone doing like a, like, like cranking a camera it's the exact same scene yeah oh my god and i think that they just think that like i think that whatever like 90s you know towards the end of the 90s like imperialism that we were like but we don't have that anymore (laughs) it's been 50 years since we had that i feel like they're coming in with that and i what i love about this versus king kong not that movies need to be compared but that this is it strips away whatever poetry there's no and then beauty killed the beast yeah the beast kills everyone
0: yeah yeah there is no (laughs) it eats a dog yeah yeah Yeah. Spielberg killed a dog and brutally injured a child in this movie right and brutally kills a dinosaur in this movie kelly's gymnastic flight yeah and and that's the thing too it's like i think the people who and i i understand like you know you're a kid and you see you take jurassic park so seriously Mm -hmm. and then you see this kid doing you know gymnastic flips yeah but spielberg is like you think it's this, but actually we're going to see a Velociraptor like, ah, like, and it's, yep, dying. No, it probably wasn't even going to die. It was probably just going to slowly die and then be eaten by copies. Exactly. Yeah. It's so non-romantic, like you it's said, so
1: non-romantic, like imagine a King Kong movie. I would love this. Maybe not. Maybe it's really violent, but imagine a King Kong movie, Stephen, where they go and it's and it's not like let's go take it back to New York and go do all the performance stuff. And I'm an actor, but you know what? They're with There's no commentary. It's just King Kong wreck shop. Like,
0: <laughs> I just wanted to accidentally sit on uh, Naomi Watts, you know.
1: <laughs> and that's it, because he's like, I'm he's a- like, oh. Cause he's, Come a, on, I'm a he's King a, Kong. Yeah, what am I supposed
0: I, to do? I'm not smart enough. Like I don't <laughs> yeah. know sign language. This isn't. You you're know, tiny. The you know, like yeah. Kong <laughs> versus <laughs> yeah. Godzilla. Like the, he's literally just smushes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And I, I think you're right. The the third act, and that's when it hit me. They're bringing it back. That's from. There were so many moments in rewatching it that I was like great or great. But I do remember the San Diego stuff, which is like silly. But then as the ship was coming in, I was like, now I get it.
0: Well, yeah. So that's my again. That's the thing about. And why maybe Lost World will never be like, again, the satisfying, like, hmm, like the yeah. you know, Jurassic Park is just a very like warm and satisfying movie. Yeah. Whereas like Lost World, it's like I ju- you feel uncomfortable when it switches to the city because. Yes. And it's by the very nature of how it was created, because they had shot, you know, a lot of the movie Winter Break happens and Spielberg is like, I'm bored. Yep. I I don't I don't like that this movie just kind of. Eh, like there's an extra motorcycle. Like Sarah Harding goes from rolling around in the buildings against the Raptors to getting on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Tyrannodons attack the hunters in the helicopter, but the hunters have been slowly picked off. Like there wouldn't even be anyone left by the time ta- right, Tyrannodons right. take the helicopters. And so it's if King Kong was actually a horror movie.
1: Ex- that's it. That's exactly yeah, uh. it. Because the ship just like the ship crashing is incredible. Yeah, and then like and then you're just like oh, that's pretty good. And and I feel like we've seen so much gore or perceived gore in the film up until this point when they get on and they're like, it's <laughs> all over. they're all over the place and you're like, Oh, that's pretty bad. And then it pans down. You're like, Steven, right? It's Steven, <laughs> Steven, <laughs> Mr. Spielberg, sir,
0: <laughs> you showed us a hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You showed us like a, and it doesn't make sense. Yes. And, and I think that's the part too, that is like now maybe thinking like there's an element of like, whether it's intentional or not, but it kind of adds this element of just like, what is going on?
1: Exactly. That's you like know? the Freddy Kruegerness of it. Cause Ooh. you're just like, but how would that have happened? And the fact that you have to piece it together puts you in the horror, like footsteps. Yeah. 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 Ooh, I like You that. retracing that crime and then but it's but it's so <laughs> you're yeah
0: this is like a like the the law and order lost world right bum, bum.
1: Ugh,
0: there's a hand over here some guts over there the t-rex is 20 feet tall how could
1: it even bite a hand off inside the door i don't none of this makes sense there's someone unpacking boxes like yeah i saw a baby t-rex <laughs> what about it yeah m- maybe i remember a baby t-rex now that you're pushing the case
0: Uh man well i was gonna say jeff Goldblum and bd wong have been on Uh, I think no. Jeff Goldblum was on Criminal Intent. Yeah, B.D. Wong was on SPU. Yeah, but I guess it's that thing of like in in, because what I said earlier about the like the and I can't I can't remember what the exact subtitles are. Also, shout out to
1: Burbank for playing San Diego. Um, I think about that now as someone who's lived in L.A. Yeah, every single time because it it is San Diego, and it cuts to Burbank, and I'm just like, I fill up gas there. Yeah, yeah. that's by Nickelodeon.
0: (laughs) What I, I brought up the like the Japanese guys running away from the dinosaur. Thing earlier, but then I wonder if it, there is an, an like a satiricalness of it because in that same scene you also get David Kep, the screenwriter, being yep. eaten by the T Rex, yeah, and you get the, you get a literal like video store being destroyed, yeah, and there's like a parody of because Last Action Hero came out the same weekend as as Jurassic Jurassic Park. Park, So they had a fake standee of Arnold Schwarzenegger as King Lear, I think. Yeah. And so again, that's again, the other sort of enigmatic Spielberg is like doing something like more subtle than satire. I don't know. It's almost like why I've like struggled with this movie as far as like, yeah, having that clear, but I think it makes sense. Like reading about this movie and, seeing that Spielberg was also struggling with what to do with this. Right. I mean, he literally forced Michael Crichton to write the book. Right. And then didn't really use it. You know? <laughs>
1: didn't do it. Yeah. It's so, it's so also funny that that man is just an animaniac, but like it is such an interesting ending because it gets wacky, but we've seen so many traumatizing things. That it's not like, it's not funny,
0: but yeah, the thing to me that's still enigmatic
1: about the movie
0: is that it is fun at the end too. Yeah. I think some of I think it's almost like Malcolm's getting his mojo back by the end.
1: And that really is it. Like I think that once he
0: <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's like is the Rex following us? He's like it's it's not very far or anything or like it's 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 coming but it's not close and then Malcolm's like oh, I don't think so. Like <laughs> yeah. like I feel like and then the reaction when the 76 ball like there's good moments yes. of like fun action adventure camp Stuff you know in the vein of all this, yeah. You know, the yeah types of movies that Spielberg has made, yeah. I don't know, it's just it just lives in this gray area that's kind of, I mean, it's the color of the poster, right? <laughs> you know, right? It's not black and red and yellow, it is gray with little bits of black and bleeding into the red and yellow,
1: yeah, yeah. It's it, it, look at it, us
0: with our color theory,
1: <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's not like you're saying, like, it's not clearly defined. I feel like the contrast. the story isn't in the contrast. Because I feel like that's like a King Kong thing where like, that's like, oh, well, now don't you see where the monsters are? There's none of that stuff. <laughs> on the
0: on the podcast all the time, Sarah and I are like, turns out it's man. <laughs> <laughs> we combine some of the most evil animals in the world, you know? Right. Because I think also, too, it's Ludlow's the bad guy, but yeah. he's not. He he I mean he's one removed from being pure evil. Yeah. Cuz I know I almost wish that they had shown him being more of an alcoholic as well too in the movie. Right. I think right. that that angle of like oh having to live in your uncle's shadow or you know I mean maybe Spielberg didn't do that stuff because that would have been too easy. I think that's what it is. And it's like in a way he did kind of It's not that the characters aren't well written but they're just not as defined. Yeah. I think. But I almost now like looking, I'm like, I wonder if that was purposeful or or like, I I mean, I always am going to trust filmmakers intent or whatever. Like, I don't I don't need to get into that area. But like, but I'm just I guess maybe I'm just picking up on it more now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's the kind of thing where, like, you can be like, but this isn't what I expected or this isn't like maybe the easy, straightforward choice. Yeah. Quote unquote. But like in that, I do think that this movie, similarly, like when I watched as a kid. I think is scarier because of the chaos of it because of the actual, cause this is the Ian movie, the entropy of it where you can have slapstick stuff in your third act. Whereas like the, with the Raptors, like there's like, you might get one or two gags in Jurassic park, but it is scary. Yeah. It is like they are being hunted. Whereas this, you're seeing funny stuff, but it also like at the core of it is like, they do need to reunite this family and they, you know, like they do need to like just set, this straight to the best of their ability
0: no that's a great point because yeah there is these moments of it's just it it's not whiplash per se it's more of just it all lives but i think that is more true to life you know exactly um, yeah you know just working in the true crime space a lot it's like you know people who make the darkest jokes are the people who've been through the most trauma and right it, and so it again fits with the character of malcolm where he is in this ill defined space you yeah. know because again like like we were saying earlier if he's by himself Because he's the playboy, and when he's like away, he gets to be a certain type of person. And that's not to say, like you said, he's still the same person. But it's like because he has his loved ones with him, he's like, well, how do I interpret that? And then also have a family, family, or whatever. Right. But then, what I think what's so great about the ending is that it yes malcolm is getting his mojo back but he's a more complete person because he's adventuring with sarah exactly and they are trading off. they're trading off you know it's like okay i'll do this you do that yeah you do this i'll do that i'll be scared i'll be brave you be scared i'll be brave you know like back and, and it, forth back and forth
1: it's so funny because it is like this weird miasma and i like that about it where like they do in the end become what we see maybe is teased in the beginning, but we're instantly there's dinosaurs, which is this like 1950s like desk set or his girl Friday, mm. sort of like two smart people batting each other. But I think in the beginning, it's not like lathered on.
0: No, it's uncomfortable. Right, you're just <laughs> like, Kelly's oh. like, do I leave? Do I go Exa- like, I'm yeah, exactly. the, you know, I've, heard, I've heard them argue a million times and it sucks. Like Please. we're hearing this couple argue. Spielberg left the romantic relationship of Alan and Ellie undefined because they're on a work trip. They're not yep. going to be holding hands and all that shit because they're on the job. Yeah. Where it's like you have a couple here and they're not acting professionally at all. And it's like, you know, Eddie and Nick Van Orden are like, ooh, you know, we're having to like just stand and watch these people argue. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's dinosaurs out there and now these engine helicopters are coming. Exactly. Like Spielberg is it. Yeah. And then
1: it isn't until the end that I feel like we get that. And yeah. It, you know,
0: and it's and it's yeah you believe that they're together yeah you see that and then i mean literally at the very end they're like all wrapped under under a blanket together exactly
1: and i'll say like i feel like you and i have talked about this like quite a bit there's like such a fascination with like in movies like divorced parents coming back together and it always seems like wrong like my parents argue like a lot and i know that none of the parent trap tricks i could ever pull in my life could ever like like they just gotta go to therapy or something you know what i mean like it's not like a plot device in a movie with parents and what i do like about this film is that like organically by the end this arguing couple i know they're not divorced or anything but like this couple that had issues they they were they're now working together but it's not like let's hang a lantern on the one thing that annoys them where it's like but he's (laughs) sloppy and she's too much of a perfectionist yeah none of that it's they just do it
0: Yeah. I mean, and to that point of like, again, I always loved the Jurassic franchise because it normalized divorce that doesn't make you broken. That doesn't, you know, whatever. And so I liked that in this movie and I had really, I, I've thought about a lot how it's interpreted in the other movies, but in like Lost World, it's like at the end, like, you know, it's not a big deal. This just, you know, it. they're going to fight, they're going to work together, they're going to fight, they're going to work together. Yeah. And it's just the, it's just, the, this is the thing in motion that has to be constantly be reinterpreted. Yeah. And that's the gray area that is kind of uncomfortable, you know? And
1: that's it. That's what I, I think that's like the biggest thing for me that I, I've fallen in love with with <laughs> like what? in the morning, Sarah's
0: like you drove and like my neck hurts. Neck he's like, Yeah, well, you were get letting the baby Rex slap me in the face the whole time <laughs> yeah. we were driving away. You know, like it's going to fall into chaos yeah. once again. You but, drove
1: through the barrier too quickly. You snapped that piece of wood. We didn't. We could talk to the military. people. Yeah, my car. Yeah. It's like
0: <laughs> whereas JP three kind of again to compare and contrast, you know, sort of parodies like a false hope ending. Of, yeah. Like, the divorce couple getting back together this is a couple that is just, you know, they're just, a, they've been dating. Yeah. They're serious enough that Kelly, obviously Sarah's in her life, but also, but Spielberg doesn't
1: end with a wedding. No, you that's, know what I mean? It's, it's not Indiana Jones for something. It's oh, yeah. not like, you know what I mean? Like, and I, I really appreciate that because I do feel like there's, uh, I like the first time we talked about Jurassic Park on this together for like hours. Like we did go into like a lot of like Steven Spielberg stuff. And I don't mean to do that for this, but like, as I feel like a part of this movie, A, is him being like, I'm just really good at making these movies now. But B, it's like you do see him in little moments outside of him being like, I'll knock this dinosaur scene out of the park. Don't even worry about it. Like him making some sense of the world and humans, but not in a way where it's like I can fix it in this film <laughs> I can fix this family you, I feel like I see him as a filmmaker and this group of filmmakers who are working together to make this movie being like yeah, they're 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 happy now and it's not because Isn't I solved enough? my own thing you know what I mean like yeah, yeah. it just they're just like we it just I feel like subconsciously your sponge mind by the end of this film even though it's like silly and wacky and stuff is going on you are like yeah I'm happy for them. (laughs) You're like, let's let let's let have have this one thing. And I am going to look
0: this up because I think it's going to blow our minds if it's true. I think this was the first movie he worked on after Jurassic Park. Or no, no, after Schindler's List.
1: Okay, so you went Jurassic Park, Schindler's List and Lost World? Lost World.
0: Because he did Amistad also in 1997. He did. He did. So but I think because Lost World came out Memorial Day weekend holy so,
1: smokes
0: so i but i want to look this up because i do want to be correct about this because this man it, it'll, it'll give me chills if it is correct basically. but i can't
1: believe that
0: yeah it goes <laughs> hook no it goes well we can keep going i mean we keep going back i mean literally <laughs> empire of the sun well whatever empire of the sun who cares but uh, <laughs> indiana jones and the last crusade
1: okay hook uh-huh
0: jurassic park schindler's list the lost world jurassic park wow amistad, because amistad came out in December of 1997. And then Saving Private Ryan came out in 1998. Again, we talked a lot about comparing and contrasting, but as we wrap up, like, I think to me, I think that should be more talked about, the idea that, like, he he literally, like, got to make the movie, like, you know, like this very important movie, Schindler's List. Yeah. I just, I watched the Spielberg doc finally a couple right. of years ago at my mom's house, and, like, it was kind of cool, because, like, Spielberg growing up obviously loved, like, you know, our generation would like, mm-hmm. love... But I never really like, thought of him as a person because he is somebody that, in a weird way, I thought he like he's just like a great filmmaker. Like because he doesn't really write his movies, I just assumed that like his personality wasn't in his movies. Right. But then I think thinking about the divorce stuff and learning all about yeah. Sean, like that stuff, I was like, oh, I get it now. Like he's still influencing his movies, but just not right. Not in like literally. But I think, but I think he is still influencing the themes of his movies. And so it's just to me the idea that it's like he went and did this important movie, like after doing like Jurassic park is like i am literally the greatest filmmaker of all time yeah like not him thinking that but like him being that yeah and making jurassic park and like changing cinema forever and then also making an equally important <laughs> interesting movie right. right after that that was his like more soul so then to go after that like of that one-two punch then have to be like all right well now like what am i gonna say with lost world and yeah. so i and i wonder if there's some element of like I'm not going to make a movie that is going to give you easy answers. Yes, it's not going to make things as satisfying because it, th- it can't be that way, right. Like instead of being because like it was almost like Jurassic Park and Schindler's list, like split him in half. And yeah,' it was like, how do I bring myself back together? Yeah. so I'm going to make a movie that's going to be a bit of both, yeah, in a way.
1: and I think I think that, like the ending ending of the movie is exactly what you're talking about because, it's so fat it's like it's so fascinating because jurassic park ends and i feel like it's over temporally mm-hmm. you get that sense i think that's what's so, that's the roller coaster emotional ride of jurassic park and that's what's so fun of watching it and then it <laughs> ends and you're like it's over well
0: they're pelicans so you're and not there's like pelicans, oh, it's not be yeah. like through there's dinosaurs flying off you're like ah oh god to be continued it's yeah like, no like Full circle. Life has found a way. Dinosaurs became birds. Exactly. And
1: you're just like, and, and you feel like you're now out of that time period. Like you can almost yeah. say like that Island, like is bar, like exists in a time bubble. Yeah. Right. Whereas this movie is so interesting because it's almost like, I'll try to remember the exact story. So I don't like butcher it, but like there is depending on which language you're speaking. When we talk about like the Holocaust, it's either then, which is in English that it, it, like, I would say like American, like English. That's how we, reference it yeah um whereas like uh i believe in like uh, you know um and i'm not israeli by by any stretch of imagination i'm i'm quite a goy but like it's uh, oftentimes referenced as there oh and nice. right right and i think that there's something in lost world um not that steven spielberg has to be locked to any sort of like cultural connotation or anything like that that's very problematic but at the end of the film the threat came to our world, world, yeah. and then we didn't kill it. We didn't erase it. We didn't send it back in time. We sent it back to there, acknowledging that it's just like a day away. You <laughs> yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like at the end, they're just like that ship will arrive. You in know, at hours. eight PM or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, and that to me is like bridging that gap and being like that to me is such a great. Horror ending without being like, oh, and Fr- you're all in a dream, and Freddy's wee, still gonna wee, get you. Wee, yeah, exactly. Wee, you know, it's like we're gonna close it out, but also keep in mind that danger could come eight hours later at any point.
0: Well, and it's the and it's almost yeah, like it m- maybe to some element. It's like yeah, things can never really leave you. You know, it's, yeah, it can just be kind of you can put things away and you can call things out. You know, they talk about a lot in therapy about like calling things out. Yeah. And so I think it's that idea of like Hammond being like, I don't want to, you know, in the later films where it's like, when they talk about the conservation of the dinosaurs, it's like, we have to save them. We have to, we have to kill them or whatever. Like, and I think those are compelling too. I mean, I love Fallen Kingdom's idea of like, look, we made them so we should take care of them. Right. You know, I think to me, I think Lost World stands on its own and in, in its message at the end, but I like how Fallen Kingdom has been like, well, maybe this movie was a little naive in the idea that we can just leave them over there. But yes. I think for the purposes of this movie, the idea of Hammond being like calling it out, it's there. We're giving it the we're giving it the attention or the lack of attention that right. it deserves. but we're never going to forget it.
1: You know, exactly.
0: Well, and so it's very interesting. And this goes into the last thing that I, I, Jack Anthony Ewins, who's a. Uh, filmmaker and he worked on the viral material for Mm -hmm. the uh the dpg stuff and everything for like jurassic and fallen kingdom he did a great video about is the ending of lost world a dream that kelly has okay yeah because in the novelization the junior novelization and in an early script there are some very interesting words and it's and if you think about the editing style of and he talks about this in his video and i'll link it in the show notes but it's almost like a diorama where, like, it kind of pans around, like, yeah. almost like an old school, like, movie, like an old cyclorama or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, it's over Hammond's voiceover and all that stuff. But it, uh, in Chapter 14, it says, Kelly, picture the island. Dot, 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 dot. Stegosaurus is grazing. Dot, 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 dot. Compy's jumping. Dot, dot, dot. Rex is roaring. And she smiled once more. They would never be seen by humans again. Dot, dot, dot. Maybe. Interesting. And, and then in the script, it the for the notes or um what do you call that with the descriptions for like location? like action
1: lines and stuff. You, yeah, yeah, for like
0: the location or whatever.
1: Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess like just like a description. Yeah, says back on Isla Sorna, we float over
0: the deserted worker village, moving lightly as in a dream. And so, like the idea that like well, that's pretty there. <laughs> that that's more concrete. But like the idea that Kelly is drifting off to sleep right in front of the TV. She's got her family. Yeah. And that idea, again, of like, like what you're saying of like, it's a place. It's over there. Yeah. And sort of, I
1: don't know. Just Right. Sort of, just, is it? Yeah. Right. Because like, I mean, to dive into film theory for a sec, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. What is. Just for a sec. Just for it's Just let's dip our toe real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What. How do we get there as us, the viewer, right? Like, you, we're, we're pretty much following Ian for the yeah. most part. Yeah. And so the idea that we completely detach ourselves from those characters and drift off somewhere else.
0: Well, just or I, and I I I was rewatching that video. Like, look at my comments. I'm leaving. You know, from <laughs> or from like a year ago or six months ago. But it's just like it feels maybe not so much a dream, a daydream or a yeah. reverie of like dealing with all the complexities of, yeah. of of the movie of like the story that he just told and like you know, it's almost Kelly. You know, she went through all this horror, but it's like she's choosing to remember the good stuff. Kind of. Yeah. Thing. I feel like it's playing with a lot of that. I I think Spielberg wasn't, again, like you're saying, this isn't a horror movie where the threat is imminent. But it's like, like I said earlier, you have to continue. Things are in motion. Yeah. They're always going to be in motion. So it's just like, don't forget stuff. Right. So you don't have to be scared all the time, but you have to be. It's a little bit like Princess Mononoke in that sense of like that. There's a balance, but it's very tenuous,
1: right? I love that. It doesn't. I love that. It doesn't end. I feel like there is like something where we return into just because this is Ian's movie. So let's let's play with his rules. We return to a natural sense of things where we don't have any of the tools we're used to on a day-to-day basis. Walls can't stop stuff. We can't lock doors, right? This is a little Jurassic Park. (laughs) You know what I mean? They can open doors. They can break down walls. You can't hide in a toilet. It won't work. You know what I mean? Like a cell phone will only get you so far. We We are turned, because of this, we are turned back into animals. Yeah. And I think what's so interesting is that by ending there, but it not being that Freddy, like, just kidding, I'm always here, like, you know, whatever it's just that sentiment of yeah we are this is this is a remind like the the message (laughs) has set in you know and like it is like almost like that leaves you on the note of like stay alert stay prepared but not because that's a bad thing because that's our natural state of being Mm. and that there is a balance between like life and death and horror yeah, yeah and like you know romance and family and stuff and it all exists not because like we control things and make television and film cameras because that is a natural way of things hmm. that even like you know t-rexes would have this you know these narratives in their lives yeah, yeah. i i love the ending for that reason where it is like horror 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 but then at the end it's like well life really actually yeah, that's yeah. what it is it's just yeah. really life that's you just know? part
0: of life yeah yeah you could say you know life does find a way <laughs> yeah Oh, yeah. look it's like the sequel you say it too many times people start to groan thematically it fits um and the engine helicopters are back i mean no beautifully said and yeah i just it's it's almost like he made empire strikes back without making star wars yeah like i feel like it. but i think that's like a very i don't know like in a, in a world where obviously like there's you know I mean, we're literally going to get the sixth Jurassic Park movie next year. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it. I again, I'm taken back to what you said about wanting to uh, work with these movies on their own. <laughs> it's almost like Spielberg is like, "Fucking watch this movie on its own." I dare yeah. you. And like, so then you, it, I think it makes it a more rich movie because of that in a weird
1: way. It's not like maybe, maybe if this is like the last thing to really nail down, let's 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 end the experiment of treating it on its own. And let's treat it as a sequel. This is a movie that is a sequel and it did not pull all the same people and put them through the exact same things, but made it bigger or more expensive. No, yeah, I truly feel like it did something different. Yeah, and that's incredible. Yeah,
0: no, no. And it is that thing of like, you know, at the end, like Spirited Away, like. Is Shihiro going to like be able to handle all of her problems? You know, it's the Alice in Wonderland or um, it's the Wizard of Oz situation mm-hmm. where it's like. You know, at the end of Spirited Away, I guess spoilers for anybody <laughs> that hasn't seen Spirited Away. Do we think Chihiro going to succeed? You know, she did this whole fantasy thing, like survive this adventure again. The island is over there. This place, mental state even, is over there. Like, is she going to be able to survive her first day of school? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And same thing with Malcolm. Like, is, is this relationship going to last? Is... Um, is is he over his trauma of dinosaurs? Right. Is he able to like get his legacy back? Like the movie isn't really concerned with answering those questions. Yeah, but they almost leave you in a place of
1: like, oh, I I hope so. Right. Right. I <laughs> yeah. I mean, for Ian, it's like that's chaos. I suppose <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. A discipline, so yeah, it, yeah. it only makes sense. <laughs> and I and I do love that we we kind of land on that notion where we kind of strip away all the stuff of you know, the humans trying to like put civilization onto the Island. And instead that engulfs the screen and we're just kind of like, yeah, but we really live in their world, <laughs> whatever that means. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait, did we have, we didn't have this class together. This is the last thing, but, um, but I did because I copied this trick in my uh, green screen film. Oh yeah. Uh, which was our environmental film program. Right. Right. Uh, where we got, it was such, such a cool program. Shout out to you, CSB, film and media Studies. Just great. But, um, there's a great Japanese movie called Death by Hanging which is like a is basically a movie sort of like challenging the death penalty it's like a 3 hour black and white movie from like the 60s uh-huh. 50s maybe even and at the very end of the movie the the characters all turn to the screen look at the look at look into the audience and they're like well what do you think and you're like and they cut to black and you're like I ah! love
1: that Like
0: I think there's a little bit of that in this movie yes. too I think it's not quite as as aggressive as that you know but yeah. I think that there is that element so
1: I agree <laughs> I agree because we're here talking about it yeah. you know what I mean like <laughs>
0: oh man well this has been a real treat thank you again Like, this you. is this is only part two I have these Jurassic Park screen caps you know from all the movies mm-hmm. and for some reason the website labeled them as JP2 and I'm like that feels wrong to call this JP2 <laughs> it's the lost world it's the lost world um yeah thank you Omar that was great um and yeah we're gonna be doing jp3 so So, again we got to mix it up we'll do it in the car yeah you know i'll go to your place you know we'll we'll
1: we'll go in an airplane
0: yeah (laughs) that'll tumble down a hill (laughs) and then velociraptor will will wake us up from a dream (laughs) um where can people find you follow you
1: all that good stuff uh you can find me at Omar Najam on twitter or hat Box goat on Twitter. It's my fake Disneyland profile. What? I have fake Disneyland updates. Wait, how have I? How I need to follow? <laughs> it's this. my favorite thing that I'm doing right now. Oh my gosh! I'm losing my mind. I'm also, if you wanna um, hang out with some really cool peeps and you're into Twitch stuff and role playing, um, I'm also on a show called Power Play. Oh cool! On Q Times Sunday nights. Uh, I'll tweet out the link. It's probably the easiest way to check it out. Yeah, follow him on Twitter. Um, but yeah, also if you like, don't just do it because like I want to raise clout so I can be on an episode of Hackers or something. That's not my deal like if you want if you're following me like let's talk about dinosaurs like please just tweet at me about dinosaurs or movie things i love talking yeah in this episode
0: i want everybody to tweet at omar you know just just your favorite dinosaur i would love that and just not even so other people can see it just at I,
1: and i also like i Omar just want i
0: really want on <laughs> yeah, twitter just put, and then a dinosaur just put your favorite dinosaur don't even say my favorite dinosaur is just be like t-rex <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: there's so much like jokey jokes here's what i love about interacting with you steven in general but also on twitter there's like so many jokey jokes and like i feel like lots of people are just like i'm trying to get my brand out there and stuff like that but, like, I want to, like, I put a lot of jokes on Twitter, but I am 100% just a little soft boy that wants to talk about the things I like. And so, anytime we get to use this technology for the way that, like, they don't want us to. I mean,
0: you're the only reason why it's worth staying on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, <before>. That's <laughs> like, how I feel like, about Omar, if you don't follow, like, Omar's speech, just be, I just go. <laughs> Ugh, it's, it's like god damn it this oh, is, it's you. so good to be alive like that's thats how it makes me feel
1: oh, well my uncredited interns really appreciate <laughs> that feedback
0: <laughs> just a bunch of people like sweating you know <laughs> yeah thank you so much this was awesome I don't know how to I i fade out you know it's like Flat of the Concord it's out. <laughs> so uh, yeah until next time ooh ah ooh ah
1: and the biting starts <laughs> before you hit pause, if you want to include this, it's up to you. Do you want me to give you your gift on mic? Oh, sure. A real quick thing. Yeah. Like little bonus a little. little 30 seconds if you want to put this at the end of jp3 or something <laughs> yeah. well now
0: i feel bad because i forgot you still haven't found your well this is a slow <laughs> update throughout the the episodes. yeah this
1: uh, the month of june <laughs> oh my gosh i'm so wait what is this is this edible so this is when i've held on what? to this for like two years this is when they re- what? introduced the jurassic world ride at universal studios yeah, hollywood yeah. they had an employees only night oh my gosh! our friend beverly Jean took me as her plus one. That's right.
0: And you, that was, I played that on a mini-sode. Yes. At the top of a mini-sode.
1: Yeah, that's right, because we
0: recorded there. Yeah, 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 you sent it to me. It was so sweet. And they handed these out. It's a Rice Krispie Treat that's shaped like an egg because I wasn't describing it. for. Oh a yeah, sorry, sorry. That <laughs> no, 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 sound. I wasn't, I, I wasn't <laughs> describing it. I'm just crinkling. Um, But yeah, it says Jurassic World, The Ride, and then it's, an, it's a Rice Krispie Treat that has um there's like a the bottom is like a cream so it's almost like the egg is like cracking open yeah, or something
1: i think so oh my gosh and the, this, i asked i this was explain? like are they ex- are they selling these at the park and they're like no this is only for tonight and i was like <gasps> oh, oh, oh i gotta you. carry this for steven so it's been like the ring that i <laughs> <laughs> in my, again my... i'm gonna find
0: your gifts so hopefully by the time we do jp3 i have one more <laughs> episode to try and find your
1: your gifts so i was gonna put that in epoxy resin um but i was like i'm not good enough so i'm gonna give it to you first and then if you want to try to co- coat it with epoxy resin to keep it forever
0: i mean i did it's funny this is very thematic because i did keep
1: joe uh-huh our film wonderful we love wait, him what was his job how you know head of film department uh, right the 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 best i mean he was yeah, like he was the, just the greatest man, man ever he
0: was like oh, and still the, is <laughs> what's the word for it yeah yeah he's he's the best what's the word for it he was just like he just made everyone feel the great, film loved and yeah in the department and he just was so supportive of everybody uh you know and he really like helped and he introduced me to the mountain goats so right um, <laughs> but joe gave me some lost world soda from 1997 <laughs> that was unopened
1: oh my god so i still
0: have that somewhere in a box sealed so i feel like get it's appropriate that for this lost world episode I get another like perfect
1: Jurassic food. Every time you bring it up, the lost world gods have to shower you with one thing that's yeah, unopened. Yeah. <laughs> Again, something has survived.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you. This is so lovely.